0: Welcome to the Wellness Pie Shop, where each episode we delve into a different slice of wellness in hopes of nourishing ourselves. With the help of special guests, and a little of our own irreverent insight, we'll dive into some of the ingredients that make up the whole of Wellness Pie. We're your hosts, Dina Searden.
1: And I'm Rachel Paez. Thanks
0: for joining us. Now grab a cup of tea, sit back and relax, and enjoy a piece of Wellness Pie. On this episode, Rachel and I are going to discuss some of the, the shows that we've had so far and just kind of what our thoughts are and where we're going and how it's going. How's it going? How is it going? <laughs> I feel like I am, I, and I said this on our last podcast, I feel like we're, I'm really growing as a person mm-hmm. and the way that I'm
1: sort of operating in the world has changed. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Literally, I hear the word value so much more in my day to day life now, and I don't know whether it's just because I'm like more attuned to it in the conversation, or like I'm searching for more of those topics. But it's like everywhere now. Like I'll be listening to the radio, and like somebody will be talking about values, and um, I feel like our our podcast, this topic, our guests have been like taking up so much of my headspace in a, in a good way. Um, it's a lot of what I think about during the day, something that our guest has said, or a question that I had internally when our guests were on and talking. And I just feel like there's, like you said, like it's just a part of my life so much more now. It's interesting for me. I think it's a positive impact. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: until I have days like, <clears throat> excuse me, until I have days like today where <laughs> my values abandoned me <laughs> or maybe they didn't. But um, yeah, I just, I, I, I've, I'm I, absorbing all the chaos, you know, the increase in COVID cases. Yeah. Are, I, I don't even know what to call him, the person in the White House right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as. A, a thing uh, <laughs> the cheeto um you know just pummeling away at democracy and the democratic process and um i just feel like I, it's almost like mother nature is shrugging off all the bad stuff and saying get off of me because you're just irritating the living crap out of me
1: yeah So that was where I was today. So my values. Well, it's funny because something that's been um, sticking with me these last few weeks and I've been in, you know, as you know, weird headspace and a weird just point in my life and the idea of like authenticity and um, like unconditional love have been really prevalent in my my day to day right now. And it's been interesting after we had our first discussion um, and actually a couple of the episodes really talking about building life on values and how it shows up in a day to day basis. And for me, these last couple of weeks, um, and I think it's because I'm having this conversation more that those two values have been used in a way that I don't think that I've used them before. Um, Mostly, you know, like this unconditional love really be reflecting in like self-care and self-love and authenticity kind of being um, unafraid to set boundaries. Mm. And I've never looked at my values as how they show up differently. Like we talked about, like, I have these values. I have authenticity. I have unconditional love and communication, communication. And when I started, I was like, these are my definitions of what they look like. And since starting the podcast, since experiencing what I've had in the last few weeks, I've started to notice more definitions of those words and how they show up differently. Um, so communication, self-love, self-compassion, self-acceptance and authenticity being reflected in a new way, instead of what I put out in the world, um, living a lot of my life is like putting out and creating that space for others. Where in the last few weeks, it's like, how do those values apply to me and how I show up for myself? Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good question. And I think that that um, has been a lot because of the conversations that we've been having, and some of the things that our guests have said, and um, some of the questions that you've asked our guests. And so I think it's just, I'm learning so much about myself like you said it, like I'm, I'm growing so much. I'm learning so much. I feel more confident in my values and what I speak and what I show up as. Um, And I think it's because of this podcast. It's because I, I think about it a lot. I think about the podcast a lot, other than it just being a weekly thing that we do. You know, I'm thinking a few days before about our guests and some of the things that I'm curious about. And so I think it just takes up a lot of my mind in such a positive way.
0: I agree. I have found myself being in conversations. I'm on the self-care committee at work. And in my conversations with my colleagues, I find myself saying things that I might say on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's showing up in a way that I haven't at work before. And in the past, I might have been self-conscious when saying those things, but there's no self-consciousness around it. It's just, oh, this is what's on my mind. And I'm just going to speak this because this is my truth at the moment. And for me, that's very, very different. I'm usually, you know, there's the little judge in my head and the little (laughs) critic saying, don't say that, don't say that. Oh my God, you said that. What are they going to think? Kind of thing. And I found that it doesn't matter because I'm just... I'm putting it out there. You can agree or not agree, and that's okay. And I've also had some really amazing conversations with people who have listened to the podcast. And what I love is that it's stimulating conversation. Yeah. Pe- it gets people talking. It's not like what we're talking about is really deep, or we've done tons of research and we're experts in the field. It's the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it sparks more conversation and it's interesting, reflective conversation mm-hmm. that I love. I just, I, I love going down these paths yeah, and seeing where they lead.
1: I think Jasper, something that Jasper said on this week's podcast, um, a lot of the conversation that we talked about was vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this um, podcast has done not only for us being the host and how we show up in the world, but also our listeners in the space that I, I want to call this like safe vulnerability. Like it doesn't feel like, at least when I talk about values now, yeah, I'm not an expert, but I'm not uncomfortable to have the conversation like I was before, mm-hmm. you know, where I wasn't sure if I knew any of the answers to the questions that I was asking. And now I feel like I do. Like, now I, you know, like I said a couple of seconds ago, was like, I feel so much more confident in this vulnerability mm-hmm. than I was when we first started. And um, I think, too, like what I'm also learning is maybe not values, what I'm also learning is some people's values are like things that I don't really think about sometimes, or like I do think about, but like maybe they're important to me and not values to me. And I'm learning more about other people. Like I feel so much more connected to others by learning what their values are and how they can not compare, but how they're different than mine. And I'm somebody who loves like cultural awareness and, you know, human awareness and all of those things. And I feel like this conversation that we're having, that we're having with not just our guests, but also listeners and people who, you know, are interested in the topic. I feel like I'm learning so much about other people and what's important to them versus what's important to me.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. And I think a theme that I've talked about throughout this whole time since our first episode is that connectedness mm-hmm. and the energy that we all share. And yeah. it doesn't matter whether or not I'm sharing a value with, you know, another person. It's more that you trust enough to be vulnerable, to share those, mm-hmm. uh, to share the value, um,
1: to discuss the
0: value. Yeah.
1: And so and when- how the value and how the value came to place, because I think that's such a, uh, you know, as we learned with a lot of our guests, some of the ways that their values came to be are not the most beautiful, you know, yellow brick road journey. They were, you know, kind of not as maybe pleasant or as easy. And so I think that's, you know, another piece that is bringing in the vulnerability is not only we're learning what's, what's important to somebody and their values, but we're learning their journey on how that came to be. And I think that's such a a, such a connection piece.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I think we can relate to that. And I think yeah. that humanity, it's, it's a shared humanity. It's a connection with one another. And right now in, you know, the age of COVID, it's more important than ever to connect in whatever way possible. Yeah, and I think that this has been amazing for me in that respect. Yeah, To have real conversations about real things. And I'm also aware of, sort of my, so I'm also aware of my privilege that this is something that I get to spend time thinking about Yeah, that I'm able to spend an afternoon or an evening talking to you, talking to our guests, talking to my friends at work or whomever about, about these topics, about these. Yes. And so about these topics where there are a lot of people, especially right now, They don't have the luxury of doing that. Mm -mm.
1: They're kind of consumed by other things that might not be values, but are of high importance.
0: Well, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? I mean, food, shelter, and clothing. Um, Which
1: for a lot of people are, it's food insecure and housing Mm insecure. Yeah. Um, I think too, something that I have found interesting is right. I just got married. I'm building a foundation for my home uh, not home as in a physical place as in, an emotional place in a family and i feel so blessed because i know for a, for a fact that this conversation that i'm having on a weekly basis and now having more often with my partner is not something that people my age are doing mm-hmm. and i really feel like it's setting my family and my future children up for I don't want to say success because I can't guarantee success, but at least a better understanding of why our family is the way that they are and not family as in my immediate family. I'm talking when I have children Um, and values in that conversation are something that Connor and I are going to be so familiar with and so confident in that our children are going to grow up, I hope, and in my opinion, with a better understanding of the importance of values and living a life based in values.
0: Absolutely. I, I'm listening downstairs. There's kiddos going in and out of the house, the door slamming <laughs> their are yapping, And I have thought throughout this process that I wonder what values I'm instilling in them. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Or even what their understanding of values are. Well, I don't,
0: I know that that is not a topic that I've brought up with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think I want to begin that conversation. They're seven and nine, and I'm not sure at what level, but then I think, you know, when you take somebody, a child to church, you're instilling particular values. Yeah. So, you know, religion does this. It's just, I've been un- uh, so uncomfortable with what I call the spiritual abuse that I um had as a youngster. I don't want to do that to my children. And in some ways I think I'm avoiding the topics. Mm -hmm. Um, We have talked about God. They talk about Jesus. I honestly don't know where they're getting their information because it's, it's not from me and it's sort (laughs) of interesting, but um, you know, we have neighbors who are Hindu Mm -hmm. and neighbors that are Jewish and neighbors that are Christian and You know, so they're getting a really good flavor for lots of different cultures. And we've talked about, you know, maybe there is more than one God and that's okay if people believe in more than one God. And so the one thing I think that I am instilling in them is an openness. Yeah. If nothing else. So I'm going to hope that one of the values my children have is an openness of mind that they may not otherwise have gotten from a more traditional family
1: yeah i mean that's true and i think something that as you're talking i like kind of sat in a place of like a listener and what i felt was that this podcast might allow somebody the confidence to have those conversations with not only their children, but their partners and their friends and their families. And I think the more we can have this conversation, the more we're gonna find out. Cause something that I've also learned with our guests is, yes, we have different values, but then there's also a similarity in a lot of the values that I share with our guests. And I feel like back to the connectedness, what this podcast is doing for me in a connectedness of like, yes, we all have values, but like wow, we actually all have kind of similar values when you get to the nitty-gritty part of it. And I think that hopefully if our listener is a d- diverse group of people with differences, because I think what this can do is show that there is a common ground that people can stand on. Um, and I think that we explore that in a way that isn't judgmental isn't confrontational it's just the facts and we just talk about what's true for somebody else and if it's true for you great if it's not great um but there is still that space of similarity like we all we all have values everybody has a value system they might not be the same values but a lot of people are are trying to live a life based in values whether that's their values or societal values we're all trying to live a life based in in some sort of value system
0: and it's again when we don't that i think that people run into problems yeah i think in a way we self select not really self select i think we this is not a randomized trial <laughs> so to speak right it's not like we're picking people up off the street and saying hey what are your values yeah although i have considered having someone on that really differs from us in our sort of thought process to see what you know see what they come up with however i agree with you i think that there is this this again the themes the the, the connections and the the similarities and i do believe that we're able to provide that safe harbor for people to be able to just sort of float in their minds and say hmm I wonder. Yeah. And I don't think we get a real opportunity during our life, during our week, our weekdays, our workdays to get that, to have that space to do that. Yeah. So it's really nice. And I I was thinking as you were talking about, you know, talking with our kids, talking with our partners, I was talking with a, a coworker today and she was saying how she wants her She's been trying to get her partner to listen to the podcast, but her partner hasn't listened yet. And she said, I just want to talk about what you guys talked about and what was being said. And I thought, if nothing else, if that's all our podcast is, is a catalyst for a conversation I feel like we've done our job.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think that this is, it's funny because I was talking to one of my uh, best friends who listens to the podcast and she just started dating this guy and she said to me, she's like, I almost want him to listen to the podcast so that I can see if we're a compatible match because she said, she was like, I'm afraid to ask some of the questions that you're asking, but I feel like if you were listening to the podcast and then we had that conversation, I would be able to ask the questions to figure out if we're compatible. And I feel like that's similar to kind of what your friends, your colleagues saying is like, this could just be a way for people to say, Hey, like, where do you think you got your values from? Or where do you think, you know, they differ from your family? And I think for a lot of people, again, we I think it's it, pretty much this episode that we're talking about is the common theme where it's like, we are holding space for that type of vulnerability and providing people a script for that vulnerability. And it's like, okay, what are your values? How'd you get your values? Do you think that they're influenced by other things? Do you think that they, um, uh, do you think you live a life in your values? If so, how'd you get there? You know, those five questions that we ask our guests, those are monumental questions in somebody's relationship to find out a lot about your partner or your child or your friend or your colleague. Um, And we're giving them a script to ask the questions and then we're giving answers to those questions in different forms.
0: While we're asking questions of our guests and our very first episode was asking ourselves, what are our values and how do we how do we sort of move in the world with those values? Every person has come up with at least one different value. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, hmm, I hadn't thought of that. And I
1: wonder, how does that apply to me? I literally had the same conversation with myself today. (laughs) Did you really? Well, yeah, because something that Jasper said about creativity Hmm, and uh, in his definition of creativity, it's song, music, um, singing, theater, and that is not my creativity. And so I've been thinking about that answer. Like, what is my creativity? Like, what is creative to me? Um, as he looks at creativity for him. And like one of the answers I came up with is like business development. Like I love creating programs. I love creating sessions. I love being um, like, I love ideas. Like that's my creativity. And I never thought about it until he mentioned his creativity. And I was like, wow, like, that's so. It, that's a value for him. Mm-hmm. And how does that show up in my life? No, it's not a value, but like, how does it still show up in my life as something that is important to me? Um, and that those are things. And I mean, I love fashion, but like, um, that's cre- those are creative in my term. Actually, somebody the other day asked me if I could choose a different. If I could be famous for another career, what would it be? And I, my choice was interior design. I want to be a famous interior designer, which nobody really thinks about, but that's creativity, you know, oh, absolutely. That's, that's to me, absolutely. creative, um, creativeness. So similar to what you said is like, I'm just thinking of how it shows up for me in, in my life.
0: And I'm going to say that his comment about creativity and, and how I responded with
1: it's almost
0: beyond creativity is almost beyond a value because it's its own entity. Yeah. In so many ways. Yeah. And I've always been fascinated by the number of people who are highly creative, artists and writers and um, musicians who have mental health problems, and there is a seminar, a workshop every year in Santa Fe, New Mexico, called Creativity and Madness. And I've never, I've always wanted to go, and I've never been able to go. And there's just such a correlation between allowing your your mind to expand into places that our culture doesn't value. Yeah. Doesn't see much reason to do so because it goes outside the norms, outside the boundaries. And I hadn't thought of that until he mentioned it. And I've always sort of valued this, the right side of my brain <laughs> being left-handed, you're left-handed too, <laughs> Um you know, we use the right side of our brain and, and I have been, I am a creative person. Um, and I wanted to be a writer. I said that in my, in our very first podcast and using my creativity in that way and being able to draw somewhat doing a few, you know, maybe doing a little sculpting or whatever kinds of things. Um, I love that stuff. Yeah. I love immersing myself in just being unique, thinking of things in just a little bit different way yeah, or looking at something in just a little bit of a different way. And when he talked about that, that's kind of where I went yeah. in my head. And I, I again, I mean, it, it's, it's growth. It's all about, wow, thinking of things again, thinking of things in a new way, thinking of things in a different way. This podcast is creative.
1: Yeah. And I think something too, that I'm just so much more aware, like since starting this podcast, I'm just so much more aware of myself of honestly, of, of picking up on what influence influenced values are and influenced thoughts are in my own head. I feel like I'm much more attuned now having this conversation on a daily basis to a (laughs) weekly basis. I'm so much more aware of where influenced values play such a huge role in the disconnect of the world. Absolutely. Social media. I mean, social media, I'm on social media all the time. I I'm a disassociator through social media and it's, I see, I hate using the word like propaganda, but like essentially like it's, it's influenced value systems, right? Diet culture, diet culture is a really big thing. And, uh, we have a lot of issues with eating disorders and body dysmorphia and things like that. And I look at people who make diet life, diet culture, fitness life a value and how health and fitness are one in the same. And that, you know, it, it just goes, me. I guess my point in this is just how skewed it is and why people really struggle to answer these questions. Like I think about, um, you know, I think about what Julie does and I think about the teen, well, the young adults that she works with. And if I was a young adult, which I am, but like a younger adult, growing up right now, I think I would really struggle deciphering what's mine, what's my family's and what's society's. Cause I think more so than ever with the touch of social media, society's values are influencing a lot deeper and a lot more people than it has in the past. I agree. And going back
0: to the friend at work that I talked to in her saying that she wanted to discuss the podcast with her partner. One of the things that we talked about yesterday was how growing up your values are really shaped by your family. And then when you're older, it's shaped by your peers and um, probably more so um, societally. Yeah. And she said, I wonder what would happen if, you know, you didn't have society or you didn't have your parents, how, you know, what would your values look like? And Ooh, I said, question. it is a very interesting question. And I said, well, a, you wouldn't know about values because you can't have values in a vacuum. Yeah. So B you can't have values in a vacuum.
1: I wouldn't think. Well, it's funny. Cause I like thought to myself, I was like, I think my, if that were the case, my values would, would be much more survivalistic than like, like morals, which we haven't even touched on, which I think could be another topic down the road is talking about morals and what are morals and how does somebody come about their morals. Um, but I think that like, um, when I, if I were to say like, what would my values be, if I didn't have my influence, they would for sure be like, going back Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I think though, that's how I would base my values. It's like my values are food, shelter, like that's it. Like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever food for me, food for all, you know, or probably not. I don't know, but I do think that they would be, they would be survival instead of like thriving, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, it's a, it's it, an, it,
0: yeah. It's an interesting concept though, to think. Yeah, uh,
1: absolutely.
0: If you were left on your own, left to your own devices, what what would your core self be? Be. What's your foundation? Know. What's your crust? I mean, let's yeah, go back to know. the pie metaphor. Things that make you say.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it would be interesting to think. Like, would we go back to more primitive mindsets? Which is what they say, right? If like you don't have social media, or you don't have religion or all that kind of stuff. Like we would essentially still be primates. Like we would just be monkeys still or- I mean, I believe in evolution, so I'm going to follow that, but, you know, like that's what really makes us, I think values make us human.
0: Yes. And if we didn't have others telling us what is right and what is wrong, I would also sort of put out there that would we not possibly be more altruistic and more, because humans innately need one another for survival, Mm right? Right. So without the external pressures of telling us who we should be and how we should be and all those kinds of things, would we be more primalist, primal, or would we be more giving more open,
1: you know? Well, I feel like primal would be that because primal, you're not, um, primal survival, right? So it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to survive over anybody else. Yeah. I guess so i, I guess know. like if i think about uh, like um right good and bad is is ego They're ego terms so mm-hmm. essentially if we like didn't have an ego i first i'm just gonna pause and say like this topic is getting so philosophical <laughs> <laughs> i know well you know because like, that's what it, we're just we're just going down but um i, I think love rabbit that, holes yeah right i think that um so if like we didn't have an ego then if we didn't have good and bad. If we didn't have religion telling us what we should and shouldn't be, then we would be, I guess, I don't know. I guess I would think that, I don't know. I, my brain farted. My brain is just like, <laughs> I can't compute. I heard, persons. I heard it derail. I heard yeah, the train of derail. <laughs> my brain can't think about <laughs> this because- Because I'm just going to be like, well, what would I be as like an egoless human? Like, would I be more community driven or would I be more survivalistic? I don't know the answer to that question.
0: Or conversely, what would happen if you were to let go of that reptilian brain, which is the primal piece Uh and were purely super, super ego. Right.
1: We're like a higher being. Like a
0: high, so, like get rid of the it. Let's okay, let's yeah. go Freudian here. <laughs> Id, ego, super ego. Um, get rid of the id, get beyond the ego. Yeah. Um, and embrace the which I think is sort of what this podcast is aiming for, is to get beyond to get beyond ourselves, to connect on a deeper level. I don't know. I feel like we're going in about 40 different directions right now. Yeah, yeah. Be, it's going to
1: be interesting editing this. Cause I'm like, I don't
0: know what, where's the, where's the train of thought I don't know
1: where the train is. I literally have no idea if I've made any sense in this podcast, but I feel like that's also one of my Sorry. values is authenticity. And so like <laughs> Connor said something about listening to me on the podcast and he was like, wow, you asked like such genuine, like in the moment, really great questions. And to our listeners, I don't do that all the time. Clearly this is me right now having like minimal brain function. Um, But authenticity, I'm showing up. I'm still here. I'm still authentic. I'm still (laughs) engaged. Um, Just showing my levels, my levels of engagement. (laughs) And that's all right. Uh Oh. I'm just so happy to be doing this podcast. I, when I got off on with Jasper's call um, and we were talking about laughter and we were talking about the connectedness that laughter brings and how this was just like a good conversation and that doesn't happen a lot right now during COVID. And I just, this was such a win thing that we kind of decided to do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's making much bigger impact than I thought it was going to. And I think you thought it was going to, I think we just like, absolutely. And I just, I live for these calls. Even if I don't want to be on the call, I still know that when I get off the call, I'm going to feel better than I did when I went into the call. Like and going just, for a run. Yeah. it's. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It's like maybe going for a nice trail ride for me, okay, okay. but it is, um, yeah, I'm just happy to be doing these and I like these and I'm so excited for the growth of us as podcast hosts. I'm excited for the types of guests that we have. I'm excited for branching out, out of our comfort zones and starting mm-hmm. to invite guests that might have a different view on values than us or might not even believe in values or, you know, and I, I'm just excited. I'm just excited for the journey. Whatever
0: I'm excited for the journey for sure. It, it. it- I will say too that, you know, I sort of had thought about, oh, maybe, maybe I should do a podcast. Rachel and I should do a podcast. <laughs> and it was about this time last year that we had talked about getting together an equine therapy program. And it was in thinking of that, how can I promote that? That I thought, hmm, maybe we should do a podcast. And I had no idea when that thought popped into my brain, what that would, what impact that would have on me. Yeah. What this impact would have on me and not just compare it to parenthood, but <laughs> I'm going to make a very loose correlation here. When we had kids, I was 49 years old when my wife had the first child. And I had spent my whole life saying, I never want to have kids because I never want my child to have to go through anything remotely similar to what I went through as a child. And he came into my life, our first one, and it was like something shifted, something in my psyche, in my core being changed. And I never, ever, ever could have thought that would happen. And it's indescribable. I could have gone my whole life without having kids and I would have been fine. But now that I have kids, if I hadn't had kids, I feel like I really, I would have missed out on this whole huge piece of humanity. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And I told my friends, I, I started hanging out with you know a lot more moms, a lot more people with children, because- I was finding connections with people. here we go back to connections again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: connections with people that I never in my life would have ever thought to have connections with. yeah and but here we are. and it's it's just fascinating to me the threads that intertwine and, you know make up the whole of this collective that is humanity it's 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 amazing to me anyway. So on some. Less deep level and yet still on a deeper level. Um, This is what the podcast is giving me. It's like we've given birth to this baby, baby podcast. (laughs) And we don't know what it's going to look like when it grows up. Yeah. (laughs) And we have all these hopes and fears. And so it's, it's um, a pretty amazing journey. And here we are. This is like the sixth one that we've recorded and we're already
1: waxing philosophical about. Yeah. Right. I think too, like something that talking about is one, I think our dynamic is something that's rare. Like where there's such an age gap between us and a lot between our guests.
0: I know it's amazing. Five years makes such a difference.
1: (laughs) Such a a difference. And I feel like same with our guests, right? Like a lot of the, I mean, one of them is my aunt, you know, like there's such a different age grouping and experience difference and yet listening to the podcast, you wouldn't know that. Like there's such a connection in experience and shared knowledge and um, shared truths that this podcast does for any age. There's no, this isn't a podcast for people in their twenties or their thirties or their forties or their fifties. This is a podcast for anybody, any age, any identification, any sexuality, any gender, all of that. And I think it's so rare to feel connected on that level. Coming from my age and in the way that I surround myself, the people I surround myself, it's rare to feel like age is not a number, and or rather that age is a defying trait. And I think this podcast and for our listeners and my hope is to bridge that gap of generations to just be a conversation that anybody can have.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, you, the whole age thing made me think about one of the things that I had sort of had rolling around in my brain. That's generally empty, but on the podcast, it comes out. Um, So it makes a lot of racket when the little ball rolls around, (laughs) the thoughts roll around. Um, Anyway, I was thinking that what I enjoy most about this podcast, let me rephrase that. One of the things I really enjoy about this podcast is I get to talk the way and, and talk about ideas and I guess it's just ideas, talk about things in ways that I haven't since I was in college. Yeah. When like, like no was, filter. There's no, no filter. filter. Just, just, I just want to explore. And once I got out of school, it was, okay, you're going to streamline You're a social worker. You're going to go down this path and your thoughts and your feelings and things are going to revolve around a career. Right. Or, you know, it, it's more pigeonholed. You, you, you start kind of getting compartmentalized in your life and you don't have the opportunity to expand your, your vision, your thought process, your conversations, because the people that are around you in your life, everybody's compartmentalizing. So I'm a social worker. I'm going to talk to my social worker colleagues about social work stuff. Yeah. And even if we've got to branch out a little bit, it's not ongoing. This podcast is ongoing, interesting, intellectual conversations. They're intellectual, they're spiritual, they're emotional. Physical.
1: We're laughing. (laughs) My abs were sore. My abs were sore the other day. (laughs) We're hitting all the pillars. We're hitting all the pillars. All the pillars.
0: Anyway, in a way that, and I just have a huge appreciation for that because I haven't been able to do it for, you know, five years since I was in college. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's funny. I just, yeah, I mean, I think what I'm hearing is that we're both just really great. Episode six theme, gratitude. Gratitude.
0: There you go. Thank you gratitude. so much. Now I don't have to, I just trying to come up with something to like my little one-liner to describe Because
1: well, I think it is. I think like what I reflected on is like so much um, self-development, personal development, career development, like all of these things. I feel like I'm just like this podcast is not. It's doing so much for me in such a small way, yet so monumental. Um, it's changing the conversations I have inside my head, and as somebody who mm-hmm. doesn't always have the nicest things to say inside <laughs> my head, these conversations are um, always positive. They're always enlightening and um, like fulfilling. I think is I think that's what this this podcast is fulfilling. I feel fulfilled.
0: And that's amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean,
0: I mean, who knew that wellness pie could be so full so full, so filling. Um, again, going back to when we first started thinking about this, who knew, I mean, I would, have this never... was not our
1: plan. This was mm-hmm. not, when we first started talking about the pie shop, it was not this, this is not the direction to be honest. I think we, it was like two weeks before we started filming our recording, you brought the conversation that you had had at your self-care group. And I was like, wow, that's a great conversation. That should be our podcast. Right. here it is. It was not something that we took something that so that showed up in our real life and that we questioned and figured that other people, it shows up in other people's lives and they question it. So.
0: Absolutely. And it's something that's not forced. It's genuine. Yeah. It's authentic. It's hitting sort of all those values that, and of course, it's um, unconditional love because, of course oh, yeah, we love each other and ourselves and our guests.
1: And the space, and the space, I love the space, and it's a space of no judgment. It's mm-hmm. like that's you know, it's a space of um, loving our guests for whatever journey and whatever mistakes or whatever thing that they went through to show up for us that day. Like, I love that. Like, I love hearing about the traumas and the hardships that um developed our guests into being our guests and um that's such a value of mine is that unconditional love because mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. I care that you went through that and I hold space for that. But like, I don't care that that's what brought you to who you are. It doesn't minimize the person. It doesn't in any way. minimize the person. It, in my opinion, it it heightens the person or highlights the person or makes them more impactful as our guest because I think they're more relatable.
0: Well, it's mo- they're, they're more faceted, right? They're, yeah, there's lots of, lots of dents and ridges and bulges and all that stuff yeah all of it okay well great discussion i think <laughs> that i feel like we get, we went somewhere <laughs> we went somewhere i'll tie we it somewhere. all together so, yeah we went somewhere I, I am really looking forward to whatever else people are going to bring to us because that's what i feel like i feel like that people are bringing us a gift every time they come on our show i agree and I'm just so excited to see what the new year is going to bring. We have to get through this year first.
1: Uh, seems like a lot when you say it like that.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Thank just you. Just for being you.
1: Thanks for being you.
0: Thank you for join, You know,
1: Thanks joining me joining. on this journey. <laughs> right.
0: This has been an amazing and insightful evening. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week on the Wellness Pie Shop. Be safe. Wear your masks. Bye-bye.